Support for this podcast comes from ClickIQ. ClickIQ is an automated job advertising platform that uses the latest AI and programmatic technology to manage, track and optimise the performance of your recruitment advertising in real time. Spend is focused, where it's needed the most, to reach both active and passive job seekers across Indeed, Google, Facebook and an extensive network of job boards. To find out more about ClickIQ, please visit www.clickiq.co.uk. That's www.clickiq.co.uk. There's been more of scientific discovery, more of technical advancement and material progress in your lifetime and mine than in all the ages of history. Hi everyone, this is Matt Alder. Welcome to episode 169 of the Recruiting Future podcast. Next month, I will have been working in digital recruitment marketing for 20 years. And yes, that does make me feel quite old. In that time, there's been a huge amount of change. Despite this though, the simplest unit of recruitment advertising, the job posting, has remained stubbornly the same for most of this time. However, things are finally changing for job postings as new technologies and new players enter the market. To get us up to speed with everything that's happening, my guest this week is Richard Collins from programmatic job advertising platform ClickIQ. Enjoy the interview. Hi Richard and welcome back to the podcast. Thanks, Matt. It's uh, very nice to be back. Thank you for having me. So um, for those of you who don't know you, could you quickly introduce yourself and tell everyone what you do? Sure. Um, I am Richard Collins. I am the co-founder of ClickIQ. Um, ClickIQ, for those that don't know us, we are an automated job advertising platform. So effectively, we are using all the kind of latest um, AI, programmatic type tech, and, and effectively what we do is we we work with large enterprise clients and our system manages and optimizes their job advertising in real time. So kind of it uh, takes ads from clients ATS, uh, distributes it out over lots of job boards, tracks the whole thing, and then moves the money into the jobs that need it most so that you, you, know, you advertise in the most efficient way possible. So that's kind of the platform. Um, in terms of my background, I've been in recruitment advertising, um, originally agency side in 1995, um, then ran a job site in 1997, I think it was, and then um, ad agencies and all that kind of stuff since. So um, fairly varied, but all focused on um, recruitment, advertising and internet stuff. Now, the last time you were on the show, we were talking about the future of job boards, um, pay-per-click models, performance models, um, and how the industry uh, was, was, albeit slowly, um, reinventing itself in the light of the, 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 the technologies and the capability um, that, that are currently out there. Um, 
I suppose what it would be interesting um, to talk about this time are some of the uh, some of the sort of new players in the market. Now, um, th- these aren't companies that are new, but they're certainly uh, what they're doing in the job market is new. So I'm thinking of, of people like uh, Google and, and, and Facebook um, and other platforms that are coming into this sort of traditional uh, job board recruitment advertising advertising market. Where 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 are you seeing these channels? sort of fitting into the fitting into the mix yeah i think um i think there is that that kind of evolution is 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 still happening but it's really sort of um that that momentum is 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 even more gaining traction i would say so we we you know as we talked about last time this shift to kind of the pay-per-click side of things and since we spoke last time we we've just seen um indeed's dominance uh, get even greater frankly looking at sort of some latest data that i was looking at this morning um but the thing i think that's kind of the, the slight fly in the ointment is we had in july last year um google for jobs came along and then they sort of rolled out across the uk we had facebook for jobs launch um i think it was beginning of the fourth quarter end of third quarter that that kind of time of year um, and you know we as a result we've we, we've kind of that that landscape has has changed again i guess since since our last conversation um in terms of where these things sit i think at the moment we you know the historical approach has always been one of you know you you, you post your job on a on a job board you you hope for the best was kind of the original kind of approach you may may have picked several job boards then then the kind of shift as it, it becomes more performance based to you know actively managing those uh, ads across a, a network of job boards but i think you still have a situation where there, there is a point and you know you you advertise your job and, and you're unable to hire from it what what do you do next and it's a quite a big leap because you know if you compare how much you might pay for some job advertising to what is the next step well do we sort of uh, start a proper sourcing campaign and and get our ninja sources on the case, or do we do we call our recruitment agencies? There's there's a big cost kind of implication when you make that leap up in, in terms of the the amount of activity that you're doing. So, I my my personal view in all of this is that Google and Facebook are, are a really interesting proposition to fill the gap between those two things. So yes, you know, you you want to be making sure you do the basics in terms of advertising across job boards, but rather than then, as I say, leap to um, going into full kind of sourcing mode, looking at how you could use Google, Facebook, and general internet advertising to reach the kind of um, people that you're not reaching through the job boards, but you know, you're not really prepared to spend the big monies in terms of sourcing and, and finding the candidates that way. So I think that there's there's probably still um, a, a fair amount of confusion out there about um, how exactly uh, Google and Facebook, you know, ca- can be can be used for for recruitment advertising. Um, obviously, there's some, some some ways that they've been used traditionally, whether that's through you know um, Google AdWords or Facebook Pages or Facebook, uh, you know, uh, face, Facebook Facebook advertising. Um, what's changed with their job platforms, and uh, what kind of uh, mix of options is uh, is is available to employers? Yeah, I mean, if we if we start with uh, Google, because um, Google's a good example. Um, you know, obviously Google for Jobs came along, um, and effectively, 
all that they've done is they've they've taken all their jobs content and, and organized it in such a way that you're not seeing huge amounts of duplication of the same job in lots of different places. Um, and at the moment, as long as um, your jobs are uh, coded correctly on your website to fit in with uh, Google Schema, then you know you you can be indexed by Google and your jobs will appear within that. I think the reality so far has been that actually the people who have been quick to get on the back of that have been uh, traditional job boards particularly, whereas the employers and ATS's career sites have, have been slower in, in reality. So you're still getting a situation where if you go onto Google and you do a search, you, you actually you're searching for somewhere, you're searching for a website that has the jobs rather than the jobs themselves at the moment. I think in time, you know, Google have stated that they want to change that. They want to send um, job seekers directly to the job rather than via a third party website. So I think we'll see um, changes occurring with that. But at the moment, you know, your, your options are make sure that your Google ads ready, uh, Google uh, for jobs ready. Sorry. You obviously want to be, if possible, appearing within the organic results of Google, but that's no easy thing because then you're competing with the job boards who have huge amounts of, of content. Um, the other way is through Google Ads, um, which is what Google AdWords used to be. And Google Ads effectively allows you to pay to appear um, towards the top of the listing of Google. So there's actually two options. You have uh, within Google Ads, you have the search option and you have display advertising across their network. So the search option is when somebody does a search for a certain keyword and your your job, uh, um, your, 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 your advert appears uh, and they click on it and then it goes through to your website or wherever you want to send them. Whereas, um, and that's a, a sort of lineage uh, text ad. The other option with the display is the sort of traditional internet advertising uh, banner ad type approach. And that goes across a whole network of uh, websites that Google have brought together. And um, again, you, you pay on a performance basis. Someone sees an advert, they, they, they like what it says, they click on it, you pay per, per click to kind of take you off to uh, your job ideally. So, so those are the kind of options. I think traditionally, the problem has been how you do this, because if you think about um, job ads, you know, they don't they're not there for very long. Um, somebody resigns. Um, you need to fill a position. You have a matter of weeks to do it. And, you know, that's continually changing. And you've got high volumes of ads going um, through companies, career sites, all that kind of stuff. So so trying to create um, Google ads off the back of those jobs has always been really quite difficult. And, you know, traditionally, it's been the larger companies with their ad agencies. Maybe it's very campaign based. You know, graduate programs is, is one that you, you often hear about. Um, and they, they build this huge campaign. There's a big amount of money involved. Lots of creative goes into it, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and that's great as a one off. But it doesn't really help the kind of day to day roles as they come into your organization and, and, and what you're going to do to fill them. So one of the things that, that we've uh, recently uh, launched is the ability to automatically create Google ads from um, directly from the uh, your jobs from your ATS. So effectively, what our system is now doing is we are able to kind of merge would take the, the various bits of information that we need from a um, a job description and we merge it with um, some creative and 
effectively create uh, dynamically a Google ad that then goes out to the target audience of people that we're, we're trying to reach. Um, and that hopefully is, is allowing people to kind of, um, you know, start doing this stuff on a job level rather than these big fancy campaigns and just allocate smaller amounts of money per job um, rather than, I say, investing so heavily as they would have done historically. And what about the impact of the changes on Facebook? Because I, I, I suspect they're the, the probably the, the least understood in terms of um, um, what's been going on in the what's been going on in the space. Yeah, I mean, Facebook is really interesting because, I mean, for me, Google is about how do you reach people at the start of their journey? You always hear statistics of, you know, X percentage of people start their job search at Google. Um, though that percentage does seem to be dropping somewhat. Um, Facebook, on the other hand, is is more about how can you target certain types of people who are probably not actively job seeking. So um, in terms of advertising on Facebook, again, there's, there's several options, but ultimately, you know, you can advertise in, in Facebook jobs, but it, it is terrible. And if you just go on to it and have a look for yourself of what sort of jobs it, it is uh, suggesting, you know, they're, they're completely untargeted. They're not relevant at all. And, and, and it just is not working at the moment. Um, I imagine what they will do is they'll start to aggregate third parties' job data and start to make it much more targeted to people. Um, but at the moment, it's not doing that. On the other hand, um, you can also advertise across the news feed of the target people that you're after. And Facebook has this amazing um, um, you know, set of data that you can specify all kinds of stuff. So you know, if you were looking for... I don't know, a Java developer that went to Lancaster University, studied computer science and lives in Blackpool. You can do that through Facebook and you can reach those people, um, which obviously allows you to get to those that are perhaps less active on job boards. So, you know, techies is one example. Nurses might be another. But on the downside, it's, you know, how do you then take the per that person from from seeing that ad? Because, they're, you know, they're not going to click on an apply button because at the end of the day, they're not ready to apply. So it's it's how do you take that person on the journey from seeing an ad that could be of interest to helping them find out more and then getting to them to apply. And the other issue you face with is if you're on Facebook, how many people are sat on Facebook on their phone and you know they haven't got a CV to hand? So you have to think about how do you then do that conversion piece from seeing something that's interesting to how do you get this person to give their details so that you can then process them through your application uh, process yeah absolutely and i mean i mean do you have any advice on, on on bridging on bridging that gap what are you seeing uh people do that that seems to be working i mean the reality is it's about using technology to make these decisions you know you, there's, there's no way you can manage um even relatively small volume of ads where you are you know continually monitoring how well they're doing and then making a decision of do you want to then broaden out the reach to whether it's google or facebook or, or whatever else it might be because you know what you don't want to do is advertise a job at the end of the process not fill it and then figure out how on earth you know right what do we do next right let's re-advertise it the same places or let's now stick it on google let's try facebook you know, you, you, the, the technology is now there that allows you to, in real time, see how well those ads are performing. And if a, if an ad is not generating the kind of responses that you, you want it to do, to automatically escalate that 
and start using those more expensive but uh, greater reach areas, you know, websites like Google and, and Facebook to, to get to those people who are, you know, where there is less numbers of them actively job seeking on job boards. So that's that's really interesting, and I can see that uh, you know auto- automation is uh, is 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 obviously the key here for for, for efficiency and for people to uh, get the results that they need. How how do you manage that automation though? Because because as you said, the um, you know the platforms are very different. So uh, you know a job that's been sort of created uh, to appear on a very specific job board, um, you know how does that translate into say Facebook, where uh, you know people can't submit their CVs, or they're in a very different um, state of mind. How do you how, how do you bridge those kind of gaps? Yeah, I mean, the reality is that that it does require a different type of advert. You know, it, it's it, it's very much short form, um, and what you don't want to be doing is building new adverts every single time. So again, the automation technology can can automate that particularly part of the process. The other element, of course, then is how you then go from somebody seeing an ad to to applying and the last thing you want to be doing is pushing it through to a traditional ATS that's probably not even mobile optimized. Your drop-off rate is so huge that you can never produce any kind of ROI. Um, We typically, uh, as much as possible, try and push people to use tools like chatbots. Um, And and chatbots are a really great way of getting information from um, candidates where maybe they're not quite ready to do a full application process or that they just want to register their interest. They want to find out more, find out about the company, all that kind of stuff. And you can have, you know, they can have that conversation through the chatbot before they make the decision of whether they're actually ready to, uh, to apply or not. Um, it also means that if they haven't got a CV stored, they can do a, you know, a short form application process um, to, to get that person's data there in, uh, quickly. So, you know, if it's a, a, a nurse, a social care, whatever it might be, three o'clock in the morning, they've just finished a shift on the mobile, there's no way they're going through a traditional CV application process. So using a chatbot is, is a great way of doing that. And the other thing that the benefit that you get is that once they've started that process, even if it's on their, their phone, then because as soon as they log into Facebook on any other device, it follows them around so that they can then complete that application, whether it is at home or, or in whatever manner they want to do. They get to choose and they get control over the process a lot more. So it tends to produce a much, much greater return on investment when you when you do it that way. So uh, I want to ask you about the kind of results that you're seeing from uh, this this kind of uh, recruitment marketing automation. Um, b- before I do, though, uh, what kind of metrics um, are absolutely key here? What should people be looking for um, when they're trying to sort of measure success and op- optimize what's going on? Yeah, I mean, the reality is that the metrics of success are not as good as we would like them to be yet. And the reason for that is trying to connect the front end to the back end without any issues. So for example, I mean, the metrics that we see for, for everything, we, we obviously track on a job level, you know, every job, every click, every application, where it came from, how much that particular uh, application then cost, um, you know, whether that's Google, Facebook, Indeed, wherever, you know, and then the, the system moves the money to to what is working best. But I think in time and, you know, we built the system very much with this in mind is when where you start getting real value is what about, you know, things like quality of application is is the next step. So 
Um, again, you can you can get some quality metrics. So you can use um, you know killer questions, or you can use a chatbot to do some pre-screening, and then you can get make sure that you, you're getting some um, you know cost per quality application. It's quite a nice one. Um, the thing that people always talk about is what well, we want cost per hire. The problem with cost per hire is the delay from an advert going live to that person being hired and also having enough volume for it to be statistically relevant. So if you stick an ad wherever you, you advertise and then three months later you hire someone, to then pass that data back to a real-time system is, is a nonsense. Um, a better way of doing it is if you're using kind of relevancy scoring matching type technology and then you can actually pass in real time those application scored data. So you can see not just from you know uh, where that job is advertised, you know clicks, applies, conversion rate, but you can actually see a score metric on how well they match the job that um, they've applied for. Um, mixing that with killer questions, et cetera, et cetera, you can actually get some really good data. Um, I think perhaps in time, in certain circumstances, you, you could you could work backwards from the higher data, but it, in reality, it, it's quite difficult to close the gap in terms of time and, as I say, in terms of you know having enough volume for it to be statistically relevant. So, so what kind of results are you seeing from uh, uh, customers who are working in this uh, working in this way? So we did a campaign for a retail client, and they told me. They hired 5,000 people off the back of the campaign, and the average cost per hire was £3. We do, um, so that's one end. The other end of the spectrum is um, we've done campaigns for nurses. I keep I, The reason I come back to nurses, by the way, it, it, one, we, we have an awful lot of social care nursing clients, but partly because um, they are the most expensive clicks that you can buy on any job board. So they are so rare. And obviously, the whole Brexit thing has meant that uh, that, that shortage has, has become even more so. Um, we also have some cost per hire data on that. And the average cost per hire data we have shows about the average um, being about £120 per hire for, for nurses, which is, is pretty super efficient as well. Um, I mean, we have sort of ballpark figures across different industries. And on our, on our website, we always have um, all kinds of sector sector studies um showing you know the, the all the kind of metrics that that uh, people might need whether it's graduates uh, you know it uh, healthcare retail all, all kinds of stuff so there is stuff on the website if people if people are interested in following uh, following that up to get some benchmarking data and final question um where's it all going next so uh you know if you come back on the show again in a, in a year's time um what are we going to be talking about then um, I think I think the path is pretty clear in terms of you know we're we're increasingly seeing you know starting with the job boards we, we're seeing um, more of them offering both pay per click and duration I can absolutely see that that happening in the next twelve months um, we are seeing more success of the network so third parties selling advertising across multiple sites um, automation will without doubt dominate all of this stuff. And then I think we'll see a movement up the um, – we, we kind of have this um, pyramid that, that um, as you move up the pyramid, the jobs get harder and harder to fill and, and you have to do different activity 
um, to to um, you know to fill those jobs, and it gets more expensive as you move up. It as obviously they get harder to fill. I can see a lot more um, technology being used towards the top end of that pyramid. So, for example, automated sourcing. You know where you you post a job and that job then automatically searches a bunch of databases. Um, you know Google Cloud Talent is is using that kind of stuff within talent pools already. Um, so I can see a lot of the sourcing bit becoming automated as well. So the whole thing becomes much faster, much quicker, much more efficient. Um, and I think that will mean that you know in terms of recruiting and and what the in-house and even agency recruiters are doing, you know they will need to look very strongly at where they're adding the value. And the value is not in administrating or, or shifting through CVs. The technology will do that much better. It will you know match, it will score, et cetera, et cetera. But we still you know have to go to work for however many hours a day, and we we work opposite a an individual, an actual human being. And I don't think the robots will ever do that last bit because I think that last bit is about that that human piece, the the selling in your organisation, the actually being around people that you you want to spend time with, um, and so on and so forth. So you know, I think I think the technology will do a lot of the the, the process. And if you're thinking about the recruitment funnel from all the way from the top, all the way down to the interviewing stage, I think will can be completely automated. But I then think. Um, actual people will need to get involved towards the end of the, the process to, to bring people into their organisations. Richard, thank you very much for talking to me. My pleasure, Matt. Thank you. My thanks to Richard Collins. You can subscribe to this podcast in Apple Podcasts or via your podcasting app of choice. The show also has its own dedicated app, which you can find by searching for Recruiting Future in your app store. If you're a Spotify user, you can also find the show there. You can find all the past episodes at www.rfpodcast.com. On that site, you can subscribe to the mailing list and find out more about working with me. Thanks very much for listening. I'll be back next week and I hope you'll join me. This is my show. <laughs>